My name is Alfonso Severos, and this is jazz, just the way we like it. Welcome to a new episode. Uh, if you listened to the last episode, you know that we played the blues. We're going to continue it with this episode, Blues Part 2. I know it's jazz, but hey, the roots of jazz is the blues. Blues is not just sorrow music. There's different types of blues. Happy blues. Blues is an expression of a people and their conditions. Uh, develop after slavery. One interesting fact. Other groups of Africans, most Africans who were brought over as slaves during the transatlantic slave trade, the majority of them, 12.5 million at least, went to Central America and South America. Only about a half a million came to the United States. Uh, time the Civil War started, there were four million of us. Uh, and the only music we had after generations our Africanness in terms of cultural music or spirituals. That was the only music, the only philosophy uh, that we knew we were exposed to. Slaves uh, were forbidden to write, read, learn, educate. It's a crime against the law. Uh, but to get back to my point, the blues is a product of after-slavery, Jim Crow, segregation, Ku Klux Klan, inferiority complex. And what is so unique about this is that no other group, after they were liberated, so-called liberation from slavery, developed a music style. So, let's uh, get things going with a very interesting artist named Art Pepper. Art Pepper died in uh, 1982, saxophone, saxophone player, alto sax, also played clarinet and some tenor sax. He, uh, he had a notorious drug habit at one time, but overcame it. Uh, Unique factor about Art Blakely is that he taught himself to read and play music, jazz. Art Pepper, in a piece called Arthur's Blues. So sit back and enjoy. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you. 
George Cables on piano, David Williams on bass, and Carl Burnett on drums, and of course, Art Pepper on alto sax. Wow, very powerful piece, very powerful. Uh, that was recorded in 1981. You can feel the emotions in that sax playing and those pianos playing, and even the bass solo. Uh, it's a perfect example of jazz blues, where you have that basic 12-bar blues beat and the jazz improv uh, in solos and in between. Art Pepper, you know, like I said earlier, had a very rough life. Man, in and out of prison, bad substance abuse problem. He had his share of difficulties, or you can say he had his share of the hard times and the blues. And you can hear it in that sax playing. Wow. That's a great way to start this podcast off. Art Pepper. And if you're not familiar with Art Pepper, you know, check out some of his work. And there's also a great documentary about him on YouTube. Okay. Uh, well, let's move on with a little Dinah Washington, Queen of the Blues. And this piece is called Blues for a Day, Blues for a Day. Dinah Washington, the queen of the blues. Baby, if you love me, then show me that you care.
Dinah Washington, uh, Blues for a Day, recorded in 1945. Um, Well, we're still playing the blues here. Played it in the last podcast, and this is part two on this podcast. Um, I'm a strong believer that we need to keep this music going. I believe in history. I believe in the importance of facts and history, including musical history, including cultural history. Understanding of who you are or the conditions of the present and to some extent solutions to the present situation is based on or may not be based on, but let's say a greater, wider, more comprehensive understanding of current situations is rooted in the past. So history is important. It is part of the human experience. You're the only species that have a history, pass down a history, It gives value to the written word, to the spoken word. So we have to cherish our history, learn from our history, teach our history. Uh, And if it's music you're talking about, then we have to do all that for musical history. And for African-Americans, We have to do that for the blues. Doesn't mean that I can't listen to any other form of music. Does not mean that. It means I'm rooted, my feet on the ground emotionally in my musical historical past that allowed us to deal with the circumstances at that particular time that reflect the conditions of that particular time. And we did it in such a human way to music. Okay, man, let's keep it going. I'm I'm ready to go, man. Here's my man, Charlie Mingus, one of the baddest bass players that ever bit walked the planet. And this piece is called Devil Blues. All right, Charlie. Let's kick it right. Thank you. 
Wow. Wow. Devil's Blues, Charlie Mingus on bass. That was George Adams on sax and vocal, along with Don Pollen on piano and Jack Warren on trumpet and Danny Richmond on drums. Man, that was a foot stomping blues, a foot stomping jazz blues. And the lyrics were very interesting. Wow, that was really good. I hope you enjoyed that piece. Uh, Mingus is such a creative artist. Uh, whether he's going out there on the experimental side or playing more traditional jazz or combining jazz and blues and other art forms. He was considered by many a genius on that bass and composition. Uh, let's keep moving, man. You know, we got to keep things going. Can't stand still. Uh, and, and, you know, jazz, blues and jazz are, are, are indigenous art forms, man. That's our music. That's what we created. Uh, no other group on the planet did it. We did it. You know, and it was reflective of our history, the conditions we went through and still going through. Uh, but it's a happy music, too, man, because, you know, this too will pass, man. Whatever struggles you're going through, man, whether you're dealing with, with the political scene, man, and this uh, man in the White House or the politics of this government in general, it will pass. There's been episodes. Uh, you talk about, i never seen this country so divided. Well, maybe you never seen this country so divided, but look at the history of this country. On every major situation, it was divided. Divided over slavery. Divided over forming of the Constitution. All right? Divided over going into World War I. Divided over how they were going to address the uh, Depression. Always divided. And there was one common factor that is a trend throughout all American history, and that's the issue of racism. They haven't dealt with it. It goes back to the origin where these so-called founding fathers use a blind eye to it. Do you know slavery is, there's, there's, there's no mention of the slave itself in the Constitution except for two areas. Uh, the area that deals with the amount of representatives uh, sent to Congress, and this was the northern states when they were developing the Constitution, did not want slaves counted as in, in, into, in, they did not want slaves to be counted in determining the number of representatives from each state because the House of Representatives is based on uh, population. Whether a state has five seats in the House of Representatives or 15 seats based on population. The southern states wanted the slaves to be counted as people. Very interesting, even though they did not necessarily consider them people or at least inferior people. But in terms of representation in the new Congress, they wanted the slaves counted. 
So they came to a compromise. It's called the Three-Fifths Compromise. And I know a lot of people say, well, the Constitution looked at black people as being three-fifths of a person. No. It had nothing to do with personhood. It had to do with the count for the House of Representatives. So for every three, for every five blacks in, in the southern states, you can get, you can count three of them. So for every five blacks, three contribute to the population to determine the number of representatives in Congress or the House of Representatives. It's a three-fifths compromise. And the other area that is, that's mentioned uh, in the Constitution, the original Constitution, is the, uh, the, the abolishment of the Atlantic slave trade, which was more on paper than factual, all right? Uh, well, anyway, folks, let's get back to some blues. And I love this piece, man. I don't know if you ever heard it. Willow, weep for me. Sit back and enjoy it. Sympathy. Bear 
down the Along the stream that runs to the sea I've got to say I'm sad as I can be Take time out, I'm begging you We'll Cannonball Adley, the little jazz blues, uh, with his brother Nat Adley on Mercy 
mercy, mercy. You know, sometimes we're not prepared for adversity. When it happens, sometimes we're caught short. We don't know exactly how to handle it when it comes up. Sometimes we don't know just what to do when adversity takes over. <laughs> and uh, I have advice for all of us. I got it from our pianist, Joe Zavidu, who wrote this tune. And it sounds like what you're supposed to say when you have that kind of problem. It's called mercy, mercy, mercy.
That was Kenny Moore, Adley Quintet, 1966, on a piece called Mercy, Mercy, Mercy. Well, getting to that point, folks, but I can't end this Blues Part 2 podcast without doing a little bit of Louis Armstrong. And here's one of his classic pieces. Ah, Louis Armstrong. St. James Infirmary. I went down to St. James Infirmary Saw my baby there She was stretched out on a long white table So cold, so sweet so fast let her go let her go god bless her wherever she may be she can look this wild world over But she'll never find a sweet man like me. (laughs) Bragging. (laughs) When I die, bury me in straight lace shoes. I want a box bag coat and a Stetson hat. John B., that is. Put a $20 gold piece. On my watch chain So the boys will know that I died Standing back
St. James Infirmary, folks. Louis Armstrong, classic, classic. Well, what can I say? It's getting to be that time. Getting to be that time, folks. I hope you enjoyed this podcast with the second part of the blues. I tried to mix it up some. Uh, even in two podcasts, you can't cover the blues. I'm not even attempting to cover it. I just made a little tiny scratch on the surface. Okay, thank you for listening. Uh, enjoy the week. And hopefully, you hear me again next week. Peace and love. Until the next time. <laughs>